5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. We are back once again with our continued conversation with Steve Koble. Uh, hopefully everyone's finding it to be as fascinating as it was to be able to listen to and be a part of it. So enjoy that continuation today. How have you found some ways in which you encourage people right now? Whether it's the people around you, whether it's work, home, family. I think really kept in mind the small business person locally. I love to cook and stuff. So as far as like dinners and, and things like that, but just kind of randomly going through and, you know, frequent frequenting a, a small business and just giving them the business. I'm a, I like if I'm doing a project around the house, I end up going to our local Ace Hard- Hardware instead of the box store. Try to be mindful of carrying a little more cash so that I can tip generously above and beyond normal 20%, just from the sake of knowing that everyone's being hit by this so hard. And those are those are on the financial aspects. I mean, and again, Amy and I haven't been hit by this as far as our jobs. We're both busier than we've ever been due to the nature of our, our professions. But what that's done is I've also recognized that not everyone who needs encouragement needs financial encouragement. And so then there, there are ways to move into in the hecticness of Dash 19, realize that I just need to slow down and pause and listen intently as people are talking. It makes me giggle because the extroverts who are dying for conversation and connection uh, will be the first to step up into my path and want to start a conversation. And at that point, I'm like, this is what they need. And so uh, listening, asking questions, pursuing it more than my typical, I'd be so much in my head to need to get my job done and, and do the things I need to do that I would just use a short pat answer and, and be able to move on to be able to get whatever task is at hand. And then I've also found that people people have reached out through text and messaging, and I've actually been more engaged in that way or even by email you know, to be able to respond so they don't think that there's, even though they're reaching out, that there is an availability to be able to give presence to the moment of whatever the person's need is. You know, we've done Zoom things um, or online meeting times as a family since we're all spread across the state of Iowa. Also with uh, coworkers, making sure that we have time set to be able to connect. And it's not always about necessarily the project that we're in the middle of, but it's taken time to have the personal conversations, asking questions that have people be able to just get outside of their heads and talk out loud and, and have that conversational connection, even though we're not able to be in the same room. So I think it's then intuitive. So you're saying that not everybody's going to be encouraged the same way or needs the same kind of encouragement. Oh, so. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, and just being aware of what what the needs are in regards to each individual and and what that is. I not not everybody needs quality time, but if somebody starts a conversation, I I would have tendencies to really be in my life before dash nineteen. It would be I would be really driven by 
the task at hand and what needs to be accomplished. And I, I moved into, it might mean that I might be running a little bit more behind on a project or something, but the connectivity is, is needed with other people. And so if I'm the person on their path that they're connecting with, I'll take time to do that. So I spent some time talking with my daughter on a on an episode about music. We didn't necessarily, you know, jive on everything, but but let, tell me what you're you're listening to right now. Tell me what you're you're putting on with that sound that you're kind of digging right now. One of my favorite groups ever, The Head and the Heart, had a new album out and it's a lot different than anything that they've done in the past. And so I've been listening to that and just trying to hear where all that has stemmed from on their evolution and how they're changing. The the worship group currently that I'm just completely digging is We the Kingdom and that that story of the Cash family and in this family band, multi-generational uncles and nieces and nephews, brothers together, and just the sound that's going on, it just is incredible. When I stumbled on them the first time, I literally just started crying. And it was probably in the first four or five bars of uh, Holy Water. And then For God So Loves, that song to me is just strings to my heart. I just love it so much. And then from a secular band that I think is really hitting the mark with their content of what they're singing about and what's being done, Gregory Allen Isakov is uh, one of the current writers that I just think that how he's able to tell a story and be a non-driving band, he just is so smooth and so beautiful. And it's in that beauty that I'm just elevated as a person to consider the beautiful things that can be not getting bogged down in the mess that I've become. And then the the other group, it's a uh, husband wife duo, Mandolin Orange. Uh, and they have a strong, strong faith background. They, I think in one of their interviews, they, they even said that some of their songs were hymn-like, some of the old Southern hymn, you know, are very hymn-like, but as musicians and melody makers, their voices together is just fantastic. So that's kind of where I'm at. I, when I need a good rock and roll thump in my heart, I go back to Kaleo's A and B album. That thing's just so gritty and raw and his voice. And I, I don't know if he smokes two packs of camels a day, but man, it sure sounds like he's he, he's got enough coffee and nicotine going through him that uh, he knows where to find hurt. And he knows how to sing it out. Yeah, I've, I've listened to, to two people recently, um, which you're, I know you're familiar with Joy Williams, who... Oh, yeah. I mean, with the civil wars, when they had broken up, I mean, this was now, you know, at least two years ago, but she just put out some, her own solo stuff. And I, I don't know, I just picked it up. I saw her the, and I just started listening. It was probably about a week ago. Like I'm connecting with her voice right now. It's, I mean, oh, wow. it's a thing of beauty. Yeah. I mean, I, I miss the, the harmonies of, of the civil wars and sometimes I'll go back and listen to that. But, and then I don't know if you've heard of Matt Mason or not. You should look him up. I mean, he's he's got some some energy, but also I I, I really kind of digging some of the the style of where he's coming from lyrically. Huh, cool. Um, I'll have to check that out. So, have you been watching anything, movies, or other you know things that have uh, piqued your interest in 
you know, engaged your brain. Yeah. Well, thank God for the edit button. So I'm going to let you pick and choose out of this. I'm going to be completely transparent and, um, and I'll, I'll just trust that you'll use discretion. We were just having a conversation, Michaela, my daughter and I, the other day, and she's like, Dad, have you seen Tiger King? And I'm like, you know, the answer is yes. He's like, every episode? I said, yes. She goes, what did you think? I'm like, it was a train wreck. It's something that I'm not proud of the fact that I've seen it all. There were parts of it that weren't enjoyable at all. And yet I couldn't look away. I just couldn't look away. And based on everything, she's like, well, where, where do you land on it? I'm like, where do I land on it? I land that these are the hours I will never get back to live my life in any other way. It was complete futility. I'm just like, if I'm going to be a sheeple on something, the answer is yes, I've seen Tiger King. And I want to just live the life of Eeyore right now. Oh, my. Oh, my. Did I really just do that? It's kind of how we felt about it, too. (laughs) It's like... I mean, like you, and that's what surprises me right now when people are trying to to come out and defend him. I don't know how you can walk away and say that's a character that I think has been mischaracterized. Like I don't think he's mischaracterized. Like he's probably a bad dude. <laughs> yeah, and we're reminded bad people. There, I mean, yeah. Oh, bad dude. Yes. <laughs> On so many levels. And, and and maybe that's the endearing part. If we go back to the mirror conversation, are we willing to take a look at that and say, oh, that person's so much worse than I am. I'm not really that bad. And really the elixir of what it has become is it becomes this base plane of, well, I can feel better about me now. I may not be happy with me. I may not be a good person on the inside of what I am, but I'm no Tiger King. <laughs> I'm just like, thank God, my short term memory will like block it out. And there'll be like at least three to four months from now, somebody will bring it up like, oh, yeah, but I like I can't even tell you that dude's name right now. I'm looking forward to not remembering anything about it other than having remorse over that I spent time watching it. Yeah, Yeah. at least seven hours. (laughs) At least. Actually, my favorite I, I really dig sci-fi stuff. And my favorite one is The Loop on, I think it's on Amazon Prime. And it's based off of this artist who did, he wanted to do science fiction art, but then also wanted to do landscape stuff and portray the beauty of nature. And it's this multi-timeline, interdimensional thing that it's a science fiction work of art. I had, I had one episode that I struggled with in regards to, I just wasn't catching what they were laying down. And I'm not really sure why it was in the series, but ended up being at a place where that was super, super enjoyable from a science fiction. I could find all kinds of other time for maybe learning a new language (laughs) or (laughs) trying to write a book or, I mean, there's get myself to feel guilty about not being more productive really when it comes down to like if if we're going to be stuck inside like let's figure out multiple dimensions of engaging our brains our lives and that art is put out there for a reason as well i mean and it's hard to be able to say tiger king's an art but (laughs) but somebody pieced it together and was able to tell a story through that that people came flocking to and so i think it's good to be able to engage those those different avenues that that may spark interest or may spark some conversation at least. And at the at the bottom line, it at least gives us all fodder to say that when someone shows up with a camera and wants to document our life, maybe we should just say no. 
There's sometimes you should say no. You can't say yes to everything. We are going to break there for today. So much fun talking about the Tiger King encouragement music. All kinds of things that we're trying to engage our brains and conversation. All right, everybody, have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Be well. Be well.